0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, June the 6th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, peach, which means to form against or to turn in former peach. Hope everyone is enjoying their Monday. Back to work we go. Back to work we go. Well, the weather here in North Carolina, uh, a whole lot cooler. Temperatures are in the 80s. And that's mainly due to that uh, tropical depression that came out of the Gulf and crossed over Florida and then moved up the eastern seaboard. It's uh, on the coast of North Carolina, quite possibly moving out or will be moving out soon I should say. Uh, They had a little dangers of rip tides and, and what have you. But other than that, um, no rain, no heavy winds, just cooler temperatures. And that's going to continue for about a day or two and then it goes back into the 90s. But they're saying by the weekend we'll be back in the 80s also. Man, all right. Uh NBA Finals. The Celtics uh lost last night after they defeated Ball, uh, I'm sorry, after they defeated Golden State in game one, game two went to Golden State. Golden State came back and showed why they are three times uh, NBA champions. Man, uh, good game, I thought. Anyway, anyhow. But um, now that series is tied one and one, and we'll see what happens Wednesday night. Looking good. Look like it's going to be a good series, unless something drastically changes. Uh <laughs> Who knows? Which way is going to go, I should say. But of course, you know, the odds on favorite is, of course, Golden State with that on Steph Curry. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. And, uh, man, here we go again. We've had two more mass shootings over the weekend in Philadelphia and Chattanooga, Tennessee. Man. What in the world is going on with folks? What in the world is going on? The one in Philly, um, they're saying that three were killed, several more were injured. That was, uh, I guess, I I don't know if they were just a group of people outside. I I don't know if they were having a party or whatever. Two men got into an altercation and pulled out guns and started shooting, ended up killing. One of the gunmen of of that three was killed, and then two others, they quite possibly, uh, actually, factually, they were probably innocent bystanders. Then the one in Chattanooga, that was at a club. Uh, I believe they said four were killed there. Uh, however, many more were injured. Man, um, yeah, this has to stop. Uh, it has to stop. And, and President Biden last week, uh, after that mass shooting at that medical facility in Oklahoma where the the gunman was upset because he felt as though the doctor had botched his surgery. He was still having severe back pain. So he came in and killed the doctor and two more doctors and quite possibly could have been one of the doctor's husbands. Uh, President Biden uh, addressed the nation on gun violence last week. He's he's pushing for a ban on assault rifles and the extended clip. He wants uh, an extensive background check, mental check. He wants to raise the age of acquiring these uh, assault rifles to 21. Now, uh, there are some lawmakers on both sides, Democrat and Republicans, that are agreeing with him. I think, um, I I feel safe in saying a majority of us here in this country are just fed up. Uh, Whatever the reason, whether it be mental or gang related or, or, or what ever, or what have you, we're just fed up with the nonsense. This is absurd. I would say every weekend, but it's every day someone is shooting. And this has been going on in this country for man, ever. But it has never been to the point of this. You know where people would, you would hear these stories throughout time, but it's never been to the point where it seems like every day or every other day someone's flying off into a rant or a rage and decides to pick up a gun and go to wherever they're going and start shooting people, or just uh, somehow, some way, they feel slighted, so they're they're going to go where there's a, a group of people at and just start shooting. It it's irritating. It, it just is. It's irritating and it's quite despicable and disgusting that in 2022, we as a society are having problems with mass shootings and gun violence. If you didn't know any better, it would seem like we're a third world country. It just would. I mean, like I say, uh, I'll never understand folks' mindset of what they're thinking or or, or why they think the way they do, that when they get upset, things don't go their way. They just get up and get a gun and just start shooting people. I will never understand that. Many people may say it's mental. Some may say it's systemic racism. Whatever the case may be, you are your own individual person. And for you to just grab a gun or assault rifles and start harming innocent people speaks a lot about you as the person. And now we, as a society, we have to deal with your foolishness. It's tiring. It's disgusting. It's despicable. You know, like I said, these mass shootings, are, are they're, they're happening way too often. And it, it just is. It's, it's happening way too often. It, it, it's like every other day there's a shooting. There's some nonsense. It, it just is. So we'll see what happens with this new uh, gun legislation that they're trying to push through or try to get started. Um, do I think there needs to be some governmental oversight as it relates to uh, guns in this country? Yeah. Second, Second Amendment right or no Second Amendment right? Yeah, you have a right to bear arms, but you don't have a right to get up and just start killing people. And, and for for those that are saying, well... It's going to infringe on the rights of of legal gun owners. I I don't believe it will. I believe wholeheartedly that there has to be something done to stop this. This easy access to guns. Now, there was also another shooting in California or or somewhere. I can't remember. they're, They're happening so often I can't even keep up. But this particular suspect. That was quite possibly going to or or had already started when they got up caught up with him and they arrested him he had a ghost gun those are those guns that you could pretty much make at home just get the parts and make it home that's another problem whoever thought of that idea of those ghost guns where you could just ship out parts and people could put them together uh i'm I'm not I can't even say, I'm sure at some point in time you had good intentions. I just don't understand the intent of that. Like, I don't understand the intent of you having these assault rifles and and with these extended clips. I mean, I would think the regular assault rifle with with the magazine capacity it has would do just as good of a job, if if not better. Uh, Why you feel the need to have these extended clips? I'm sure I would never know. What war are you going to? What battlefield are you on? Let me know and I'll stay away from you. Uh, I don't know. I, I have no words. I have no explanation. It's just its, it's just tiresome. And, and I, for one, personally, I'm fed up. I'm fed up thinking that, you know, just a day-to-day dealings in life, i am I'm looking, I'm where well, you're always supposed to be aware of your surroundings. But now I find myself on a new heightened level of looking around, checking my surroundings, even when I'm at work. I do the same thing. Even when I send my daughter off to school, I, I, there, there's a, a reluctance and, and hesitancy, hesitancy, hesitancy and a self prayer to guide her through the day because I never know what some nut job is going to come in that, into that school. That is, This is just a sad state of affairs for us here in America. It just is. And no one can convince me otherwise changes need to be made and they need to be made soon. They just do. All right, moving along here, also uh looks like Abbott is back open. That's the baby making formula uh manufacturing plant. It's back open, you know, the one that that's the one that spurred that massive uh recall and then the baby formula shortage also. They're still shipping goods in from other countries trying to get everyone trying to get this baby formula back on the shelves. Slowly but surely, maybe we're we're going to come around. I I think personally, with the shutdown of Abbott and this baby formula shortage, the one question I had was, why is one company responsible for making baby formula pretty much for the entire market? And then when that shuts down, it stops everything. I I just, it exposed it. Uh -uh. it. It just did. Yeah, Abbott is back opening. they're maintaining and promising to uh, specialize in formula for those that kid kitties that have uh, digestive problems or or some medical need where they need a certain amount of protein or whatever or what have you. Um, That's good. That's all fine and dandy. But um, don't you guys also and with with all this government oversight and and enacting all of this to push, you know, to get the baby formulas back up, don't you think you guys need to quite possibly have some more companies or some more manufacturing facilities also that in case one shuts down it doesn't stop the whole flow i mean seems feasible feasible to me seems feasible just does so we i mean we 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 got to make some changes some things have to change Uh, like I said, I don't understand why one company was responsible for the majority of the baby formula being made out here in this country. It exposed it. It showed us where our, uh, weaknesses are. So we'll see what happened. Uh, by the way, also Abbott didn't say anything about cleaning. That is the reason they were shut down. Uh, I don't mean to make light of that, but Hey, it's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. So we'll see what happens. Um, Man, certainly is a lot going on in this country. Well, in the world, but more specifically in this country. Gas prices are still soaring. And and they're saying that quite possibly before it's all said and done, in this part of the country anyway, they're saying we could quite possibly before the summer's over, see um, gas up with a $6 a gallon. Out in California, there are already some spots are at $10 a gallon. Good Lord, that's absurd. That's, that's, that's something else that's absurd that needs to change. How these gas companies can come in at any point in time and dictate and set the price and we have to follow suit. I, I, I just don't believe that's that's feasible. I don't believe that should be the, uh, the, the way we should go. Not saying that the government should step in, but uh, I don't think any entity, whether private or public, should be able to set their own prices and the public has to go along with it. I just don't. Uh, COVID numbers are up also in certain places. And here in Wake County with with that COVID, uh, Wake County said they're gonna phase out the free testing sites and facilities they have. So maybe we have COVID under control. You got gas shortage, you got gas prices high, uh, COVID numbers, baby formula shortages, Mass shootings. (laughs) Boy, 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 boy. When will it end? When will it end? Is this the new norm here in this country? Is this what we're going to have to start living our life like? With all of this chaos and calamity? Because I got to be honest with you, that's what it seems like. And that's what it, it, it appears to be. And that's what it is. Certainly is sad. To to think that uh the the world we once knew before COVID, because when COVID changed it. It just did. So if this is the new norm, this is gonna take some uh getting used to. Just is. Just is. All right. Let's go get it. We're gonna stay local. And uh wow. Looks like the Durham City Council uh has some explaining to do to his citizens. Now, the citizens here want to know and wants the council members to go on record and explain, along with the mayor, and explain why they will not pay a wrongfully convicted man $6 million of a jury settlement, a a jury verdict on a settlement that he was awarded. He was wrongfully convicted, spent 23 years in prison. Now, the back story is uh, the reason why he served those 23 years. Back in 1995, a mother and a daughter were murdered, and their apartment was uh, set afire. He got 80 years for the murder, and were murders, and he got an additional 40 years for the fire. Now, like I said, he served a total of 23 years before being set free and also receiving a $750,000 settlement from the state of North Carolina. But the lawsuit against the city also determined and this is why he 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 sued that the detective that handled the case fabricated fabricated evidence to get this man convicted now what what is <laughs> there there's a lot there's a lot to this story now he sued, and the city council um spent a total of 4.5 million on a defense for itself and the detective. Hmm. How odd is that? Now the, the city council's reason for, for not paying is they they went back to a, a resolution that was established or adopted in 1981 called the Resolution Establishing Uniform Standards under which claims or civil judgments sought or entered against city officers and or employees may be paid. Hmm. Now that's uh, odd. And when I say that's odd, you have to understand Durham is a city of inclusiveness. Durham is the first city, uh, one of the first cities in the state of North Carolina that, uh, vow to to stomp out system systemic racism they defunded the police and replaced a lot of the police positions with uh these uh, uh what we would call uh crisis intervention specialists i guess i'm not sure of the correct terminology is unarmed uh crisis intervention specialists which they've already started they've already started on the job with that um i'm not too sure about that because uh, a lot of the cities that these uh uh unarmed uh, crisis intervention specialists or mental health advocates. A lot of them, uh, in some of the big cities, uh, it's not faring too well. A lot of them have been killed. So I'm not, I'm not too big of a fan of that. Yeah. I understand not every call needs to be answered with an armed police officer. I get that, got that, understand that, but Hey, uh, what do I know? So moving along here, sorry to get sidetracked off of that, uh, people, but under this uh adoption of this resolution establishing uniform standards, blase, 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 it states, whereas it is in the public interest that claims made or judgments entered against officers or employees of the city, if the facts and circumstances of the claim suit in which the judgment is entered show that the officer or employee was engaged in good faith, performance of his or her duties on behalf of the city when the act or omission given rise to the claim or suit occurred. Hmm. All that is, is in a nutshell, uh, they pretty much, after adopting this resolution, they de- they've decided they can or they may not pay if they can prove or if they believe that that police officer or city official was acted in good faith. Now the jury determined that the officer acted in bad faith by fabricating that evidence. Yes, that is. And also state law prohibits city from uh, a city municipalities from paying. Now let's get back to this good faith versus bad faith, because that's where I'm I'm trying to figure out, well, well, what in the world? Uh, Why would the city council deny payment after a jury found that, the police officer fabricated evidence and he spent 23 years in jail on a lie. How is that good faith? That appears to be bad faith to me. Then again, maybe I don't understand or know all the legal wranglings uh, of this resolution that was established. Uh, like I said, they spent four and a half million dollars on a defense for themselves and a the detective knowing full well that, well, maybe they didn't know until after the jury came back and, and established that they fabricated evidence. Yeah, they knew because the governor governor vindicated the guy, set him free. So you knew that there was it was off. You knew that, there, that the great lie and injustice had been perpetrated. The same thing every single last one of these city council members stood on that soapbox when they were running for election and re-election, vowing to stomp out systemic racism and police Uh, misconduct and brutality and just arresting and and locking up innocent black males. The same thing you guys stood on that soapbox. You turn right around and say, because you adopted this revolution resolution that you're not going to pay because the officer was acting in good faith. Well, how does this good faith work for this officer? Uh, Yeah, he was, he, he was in line with his duties. I guess he was doing his job, but the wrongfully convicted man says, Hey, there was a rush to lock someone up, pretty much, and he was it. Once again, it buys into the same thing they vowed to stop out, where they just, where the police just ride around and pick up, pick up random black men and lock them up. Here, you got a case staring you right in the face with evidence proving it, but yet you still won't pay. You spend four and a half million dollars on a, 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 a law, uh, in defense, and you can't pay six million dollars. By the way, side story also, not really a side story, but needs to be mentioned, the wrongfully convicted man, before the city council came out, said they're not paying, went into a a meeting with them, to which the city council offered him $4.5 million on that $6 million. Hmm. Rightfully so, he declined. What happened in that meeting? (laughs) What happened in that meeting? Because for you guys to come out and say you're not paying—that some—I I hate to say it—and I'm not trying to uh, be that conspiracy theorist or whatever. What happened? I think something happened in that meeting. Uh, the, the, the wrongfully convicted man probably told you to take that four point five, and you know what? You know the rest. We all know the rest, rightfully so. You took twenty three years of his life. And now you're saying you're not going to pay that $6 million judgment because you believe the officer was acting in good faith while he was in execution of his duties. (laughs) Wow, there's a way out of any and everything if you just know uh, how to work it. Like I always say, there is a way out of any and everything if you know how to work it. And it appears this city council has worked it out to the point they aren't going to pay. Wow. Totally not understanding it. Uh, Like I said, maybe I don't understand the the legal ease and wranglings of of how these municipalities ultimately determine whether they're going to pay or not. But this right here, this is a huge no for me. You guys now know that the police fabricated evidence, pretty much just pinned some evidence on them, arrested them tried him and convicted him and he did 23 years and you go into a meeting with him and you only offer four and a half million after you were going to spend well maybe that four and a half million came from what they offered him because that's how much they spent on their own defense and then after that jury came back with that verdict and said hey pay them six million they went into a closed door session and pulled this resolution out that was adopted in september of 1981 and said we aren't paying i wonder what happened in that meeting with this wrongfully convicted man like i said i i, I gather uh or dare i say he probably told him to stick it rightfully so you should have that was an insult you guys knew that, that that this man should have never been convicted. You didn't have to go to that jury trial. The governor and, and that innocence commission, I should say, actually found him innocent. They found the evidence to prove him. What was the evidence that proved that he was innocent? DNA evidence. Sadly, when, when when the the mother and daughter were killed, they were also. It was also discovered that they were raped before they were murdered. So there was DNA evidence. DNA evidence didn't match with this wrongfully convicted man, but rather match with another man that stayed there. And here we go. This is where I say this story here, boy, it takes you. It, it's like something you see on TV. So years later, the police arrested him. They hauled him into court. And this is the man that was staying there. Haul him into court, re- the, the, released the findings of the DNA evidence that man then pleads the fifth. The superior judge, judge that overturned the wrongfully convicted man's uh, sentence or ruled over the verdict of the six million, was also sitting on, uh, sitting judge for that. He turns to the DA, asks the DA, "Are you guys going to allow him to walk out of court?" The DA had no choice. He pleaded, he pleaded the fifth but you had DNA evidence. Once again, I'm not sure how these legal wranglings work, but you have evidence that shows that not only w- he was, he was there. He was there. His DNA was found on both the mother and the daughter. The wrongfully convicted man's DNA was not found anywhere. This is why, this is why I say I can't believe Durham city council. Is not paying this case? screams of systemic racism it screams of what we as in the black community have been saying about police and how they pick up random any old black male they can find and lock them up and try them and convict them this is it this is your poster child but you choose not to pay why residents here in the city of durham want to know this they want to know why also why what's the reasoning? It has to. be, I mean, give us something. <laughs> I mean, because hey, none of this makes any sense whatsoever. As far as uh, you know, the the police and their handling of the case, the 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 conviction, the years served. Now you find out there was DNA evidence that would have he would have never been arrested or should have never been arrested. Then you have the governor and the innocent commission getting together and freeing them. And and then you have a a judgment for 6 million. The city council spends four and a half million trying to fight it. And before they go to that, they call them into the the city council and sit down with them and offer them $4.5 million to which he turns down. Not understanding any of this whatsoever. Now, many may say, Hey, This is just what they do. It appears that way. And no member of city council uh, has came out and explained. uh, Quite possibly, probably won't. (laughs) They just won't. Uh, I'm not looking for an explanation from them. Although it would be nice, but I'm not looking for an explanation from them. I imagine they're saying to themselves, we don't have to explain. We already told you the reason why. This resolution. So they pulled that out. Uh, I can't say... I ne- I honestly have, it hasn't been a lot of cases where I've heard of municipalities refusing to pay for those that are wrongfully convicted. So this one kind of throws me, because usually when these things come up, or these cases come up, uh, those municipalities, they go right ahead and pay because, yeah, they know, hey, we're, it, it's a done deal. Not going to fight it. But it appears Durham City Council is going to fight it. Now, if you're saying to yourself, well, you know, that's the Durham City, that's that's the city council, that's what they do. Uh, That's what they do to black male, though. Because every single last member of that city council, uh, with the exception of one who is uh, a Latino or Latinx, is black. Male and female. Still no word why they refuse to pay. Just isn't. Just isn't. Shameful. It is indeed shameful. Just is. Well, I'm going to get out of here. Got to go to work later on, get some things, some work done. So I'll be seeing you guys uh, sometime this week. Uh, Hopefully I can put out some more of these podcasts. Not hopefully, I am. So I'll be seeing you soon. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer, feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening and hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.